Greetings, friends of my dumb friends. Thank you for downloading our Greatest Hits Volume 2 episode. We have new episodes coming next week, but we put this together because our hosts are on the road this week, and we couldn't get together. Sean Donnelly is at the Photo City Improv in Rochester, New York, this weekend, performing shows Friday and Saturday night, the 9th and 10th of October. And Dan St. Germain is at the Santa Barbara LOL Comedy Festival. His big show is on Saturday, October 10th at 8 p.m. at the Lobero Theater. So, to get more information about their other shows and dates, go to SeanDonnellyComedy.com and DanStGermain.net to see their other dates. Oh, and myself, producer of the My Dumb Friends podcast, Thomas Attila Lewis, I'm performing with the very funny Yoshi Obayashi at the Cabot Pub in Chicopee, Massachusetts for anybody that just happened to be in sparsely populated Western Massachusetts. But we'll be back next week with all new episodes. Thank you and enjoy this collection of greatest hits from our episodes 11 through 19. All right, in our first clip here, we have Henry Zabrowski from The Wolf of Wall Street and Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell and many other TV appearances and so on. It tells us about a horrible incident when he overindulged with alcohol at college. Who set out to beat the world? Um, but yeah, so I mean, I'm anxious. I, I know one dumb story for you, but you know, I mean, if we get to that or not. But you know, uh, I've heard a lot of dumb shit from you. But you know, since I was, what's 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 funny though, like since I've known Henry, Henry's been Just, real- hold on. when you said that to him, like you didn't mean anything by it. But he's looking at you like, what, what could you possibly? Fucking what did mean? I do? What did I, I, I do? <laughs> what did I do? Well, I mean, I, I I basically when I've known Henry, he's been pretty much had his shit together for the most part. But I've had my shit together for a long time. But yeah, you, you had a time there that was really you were like reprehensible for a while in college i just went through i just went through a lot of different horrible like but it was more i never did horrible things to other people i just did horrible things to me yeah you know like like some of those things i'm trying to think like what is like the besides um i mean i guess like just stuff like my 21st birthday like my 21st birthday of course which is like you know I don't remember it's it. Always ex- the worst. It's yeah. always the worst. I don't know why you would even have a like why you do what you do especially in Tallahassee. It's like they have this thing where they on your birthday they dump you in this fountain. Like there's a fountain you're supposed to jump in this fountain in the center of Florida state and just yeah. like jump around and like I just remember the first like 15 minutes of my 21st birthday and then I remember being pulled from this fountain because apparently what had happened was like a rebirth. They just put me and I got I was so insanely drunk. They put me in the back of a pickup and then threw me in the fountain. They all were like it was like a big parade of people like yeah 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 yeah. And then they threw me into the fountain. I just slid in like a dead body. Like, I just like, <laughs> slid in like just like face first, just floating up in the water. And they were like looked at me for about twenty five seconds, and then they were like. Or I wish to fish him out of there. Fish him out of there. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I guess I was in my underpants at like at a party that was then staged at my apartment for me. 
in which I was sitting on a couch petting our cat. Like, we had this cat, and there's a party going all around me, and I'm sitting there. And then I threw up all over myself and the cat. And then the, my roommate washed me in the shower and then laid me upstairs. But it's also, I think about it, it's like, I was 280 at the time, uh, weight-wise. So I'm a, I'm a rough body yeah, to yeah. move around all right. night. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's hard to move a 100-pound body. Right. Yeah, I was too. Well, they were all big. Marcus, oh, yeah. what's the heaviest body you've moved from your truck? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this year? This year? Here in our second clip, Paul Verzi tells us about an unfortunate trip to the hospital that later involved appearing before the local magistrate. great time i'm playing darts and i'm drinking right and all of a sudden the door flies open and it's my roommate who who was i guess went home real quick we live right down the block going to get something come back dude we got a problem chad our other roommate chad just broke his finger going up the stairs we need to go to the hospital and my first question was hold on a second First of all, how do you break something going up the fucking stairs? <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 how do you fall up yeah. the stairs? That's yeah, yeah, like, almost yeah. like physics. Right. So then they're like, no, he broke. So apparently he like he broke his middle finger almost in half. Like this thing was doing like a 90 degree. Like this oh thing, like this the 40, like just oh. ridiculous. So I'm like, they're like, we got to go to the hospital. So I'm like, all right, man. <laughs> Good See luck, ya. man. Have a good time, <laughs> yeah. a good time at the hospital, man. Yeah. Being, and, right. and they were like, no. And I'm like giving them the look like, yo, man. I'm fucking, I'm, you know, I'm staying here, man. I'm having a good got time. got this girl here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a like fucking... a fucking great time right now. I mean, go wrap his finger up. And all of a sudden, it's a broken finger. Chad yeah. comes in with his fucking... You fucking dick. You're not a real friend. Like, we're a bunch of bitches. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. And I knew it was just going to be a nightmare. So he's like, you better come. There was a blizzard outside. Okay, <laughs> to, to add to add more to, to the add, like, yeah, I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm like, he's like, no, fuck that, you don't come, and he's drunk, and I knew, and he was one of these dudes, like this tough dude from Philly. I knew if I didn't go, it would have just been a whole fight, a nightmare, and I don't want to deal with it. And I'm like, look, we'll go to the emergency room, whatever. And in your drunkenness, you don't care how late it is. You gotta come back. We'll come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like four and I'm not coming back. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be light out by the yeah, time. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm like, oh, you know oh, so what? all three of you guys were loaded. You said, so, uh, yeah, like, yeah. Pr- pr- I mean, the yeah. guy driving probably was high. Okay. All right. Just to mix it up a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. Me, me and Chad were drinking, and, and here's where things got hairy. So we're driving in this blizzard to Little Falls Emergency Room, which is, uh, you know, three hours north of Albany, like far. Oh, Jesus. And we're up there in the snow, and I'm sitting in the back seat, man, and I look to the left, and I look to the right, and I started to realize, man, and you guys, if you drank, you know, you, you drink, you know. I was like, oh, fuck, man. Like, I'm starting to black out, man. Like, I'm, I have no business being out right now. Like, everything started to hit me. And yeah. I'm in the back seat, and, like, it started to get fucking ugly, man. Oh, I'm Jesus. like, oh, fuck. So I'm just like, uh, you know, I'm sitting back there, and I'm trying to hold it together. We get to the emergency room. Chad goes in, gets it, starts to get his finger wrapped. And I'm sitting I'm sitting in the in the waiting room. I just actually started talking about this on stage, like, twice, three times, whatever. But I'm going to keep – I want to make it a piece of my act because, you know, it's really fucking nuts. I'm sitting there. And, like, you know when you get so drunk, like, you just start – you're mad at nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, was just yeah, like, yeah, just, yeah. I was just sitting there. And I just all of a sudden I was like, man, fucking hospital. You know? <laughs> yeah. How do you fucking break upstairs? Is fucking you know? I just started getting fucking nuts. And then 
I started fucking just taking magazines and I started <laughs> ripping them. In the I started fucking. Th- oh, dude, this is nothing. Buckle up, dude. I like. I wait. So I start fucking ripping magazines. I start throwing them all over. They're like, what are you doing? So I just fucking run in the bathroom. I pull my pants down. I start pissing on magazines in the toilet. What so the fuck? Like, so you were Barbara like, Tata. Were you, were you on peyote? No, no. It's just I just yeah, like yeah. I said. It just, just all fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think, I don't know if I was doing shots, but it was one of those things where when I got in the car to go to the emergency room, boom. You know, and because uh, I wasn't in that mode of partying yeah. and socializing, I was just sitting there, and it was just like, oh, fucking hit me. Right. So um, he's like, I gotta get you outside, dude. I gotta get you outside. So we go outside, and it's you know the the, the, the snow's coming down, and there's like a line of, of ambulances. So I was like, oh, dude, watch this. Watch my friend who was driving. You know, God rest his soul. But he, he, you know, he. Uh, I go watch this. Watch this. And I just like jumped on the hood of an ambulance, like an action movie, and I just started doing all kinds of stupid shit. He's like, "Dude, you gotta fucking stop!" <laughs> oh my god! So we go back into the waiting room, and then I lost it. I just I was sitting there, and I was like, "Man, fuck this place!" And I start throwing more magazines, and I go, "Fuck this!" Take all my clothes off in the emergency room. <laughs> right? I run down. I run down. You know, it's funny. This is my mom's like one of my mom's favorite stories. <laughs> I run down. <laughs> I run down the hallway of the hospital looking for Chad. Fucking like pants You're naked? Down are you shit, completely butt ass naked? Like, not yet. Not oh, yet. Okay. But I'm, my pants are down and yeah. I'm fucking. It's it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And I start looking in the. I start looking in for where he's at. And all of a sudden, I get into one room and he's sitting on the. He's sitting there getting his finger wrapped, and the nurse is there. And like his his look of shock, like he did like this double take where like he was first like oh happy to see me, but then like what? So he was like, hey man, what what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and I just fucking pull my pants like all the way down, pull my shirt, but now like I'm like like I'm, like I'm like naked, dude. And I run up to the nurse and I kind of put my hands on her hips and I'm like yeah, we're dancing, we're dancing. I'm oh my, my god! god. I'm my, and I'm making my dick go back and forth. Oh. And like, yeah. So you're hitting her with your, like, flaccid dick. So, so like, and, like, and Chad fucking falls over on the thing, and he's laughing (laughs) his fucking ass off. My other friend can't believe it, and these two are in this unbelievable laugh, and I'm going, yeah, like, just totally fucking, like, just, you know, fucking nuts. Losing it. And she's like, somebody call the cops, call the cops. Why are you naked? And apparently I said, I said, um, she goes, why are you naked? And I said, because um, my belt buckle came undone. <laughs> so so she was like, call the cops. And then I knew, like, even in my drunkenness, I knew you got to get out of there. So I run out. I pull my pants up. And then my buddy who drove was like, you know what? Well, let's just, we got to go outside. We're going to go just wait in the car now because some cops are coming. So we're sitting in the car. And, uh, you know, he goes, hey, dude. And I was like, what? And he goes, you want to do donuts? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so we start fucking whipping around the park. In the cop car. In oh, the, my God. No, no, no. Oh, no, yeah, no we go back in our car. Yeah. Oh, okay, they okay, say okay. we're going to call the cops. We go back. He's oh, like, okay, I got to okay. get you out of the hospital. So we're just going to go sit in the car. So we're sitting in, in the car that we drove in, in the parking lot, and, like, it's snowing. And he goes, dude, you want to you wanna do donuts? And I'm like, yeah. So we start whipping around the parking lot like nuts. And my friend who drove me, he was, he fucking drove, like he was whipping it around. So you're both fucking insane. And we're spinning and it was fucking crazy. And all of a sudden we see the cop lights coming and, um, cops come in and he's like, you know, get out of the car. So we get out of the car and I'm all like confused. And, um, cops like, yeah, so who's getting naked? I'm not kidding you. I was so drunk that I literally forgot what I did and started agreeing with the cop. I'm like, man, that's crazy. Who did that? <laughs> that's disrespectful, man. Like, who gets... And, like, he was like, you piece of shit. It's probably... It was you, wasn't it? And I'm like, oh, I didn't get naked. And my friend's just laughing. And I was so in this crazy drunkness that I didn't even really realize. Like, that time lapse was so much bigger to the person who's that drunk. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we get arrested. And um, my friend got arrested. And he was upset. He got arrested for laughing. 
They arrested for life. Like they just, yeah. they just, they just arrested him. And he's like, "Why? You know, and you know, and he was like, "You better have bail." So he had money. He bailed us out. And um, so then the court date comes down. You know, like a month or so down, and we're all there, and the court's packed, and they got the bailiffs, like these big state trooper dudes, right? And you know, stone cold faces. And uh, they're like, Mr. Verzi, stand up. And then, you know, I stand up. And they're like, oh, okay, so apparently, you know, he's reading the thing. He's like, apparently, um, Mr. Verzi uh, exposed his bare buttocks in a little false emergency room. <laughs> reading it. And he's like reading it. And I'm just standing there. And people are like looking around. And then um, he goes, um, when the nurse asked Mr. Verzi why uh, he was naked, Mr. Verzi replied, my belt buckle came undone. And I swear to God, one of the big, tough bailiffs just goes, <laughs> and like everybody kind of had like this quick laugh and like i kind of just smirked but then like kind of did like the oh sh-, you know you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry that i laughed yeah. and then he was just like uh, he was like um mr verzi um if you ever do this in my town again i'm gonna throw you in jail for 30 days and i just said you know your honor you'll never see me again and, Jesus, uh, man, that was, that, was the, that, that was a bad one, man. That That's was, crazy, yeah, dude. Yeah. So, I mean, d- getting naked and, and and it was something that you had to be that drunk to be to do something like that. Oh yeah, you know, like looking back, and I got kids now, and I'm just like, I mean, what can I do if I ever heard that from my son? I would have to be like, oh, oh. I, I hear you, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah no, that was. That was- The very funny Tim Dillon tells us about the biggest mistake he made in his life. Right here on My Dumb Friends. Well, was, what was the yeah. big thing with you and drink? What was the worst oh, drinking big, story? Uh, well, or I the was, dumbest thing you've done drunk? Well, uh, he, this is married. funny. And I've literally, I bought a house. <laughs> <laughs> Intoxicated. Yeah, I bought. I bought. Are a you house. drunk when you did that? Uh, yeah, I was. I bought a home, and here's here's the thing. I was. Yeah. So that. <laughs> it's uh, again not. I don't advise it. Is it. In the middle of the afternoon, you go to a fucking Century Twenty One. Open house. Here's the thing. I'll get it all. <laughs> I love this place. <laughs> Does the wine come with the house? <laughs> I wish, I wish I could say it was. I was in the mortgage industry for a yeah. while. I was a mortgage guy. I was loan officer at a mortgage bank, and uh, you know, I, I was. You I was, proved yourself loaded. Yeah, and I was, and I was. I didn't like what I, you know, I was like, I hated working in an office all day yeah, and all yeah. of that. I, I knew that I wanted to get back on stage eventually, do something right. creative. Yeah, but like, I'm, I'm loan officer mortgage, and I'm like 22 years old. Yeah. And I'm making decent money, and a friend comes up to me and goes, listen, there's a house in Bull, and I'm drinking every night. I'm having martinis, and he comes up to me, I'm like, three martinis deep. I always drank martinis because I thought I was like, you know, I thought I was like some Yale legacy, and I had all this money, and, you know, skull and bone. You're like, look at me. I got the martinis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He comes up to me, he's like, there's, there's, this, there's this house that they're selling for under market. Is this is in Long Island? Yeah, which is in Long Island, in a place called Baldwin. And he goes, you know. I know Baldwin. And he goes, you can, you can. You should look into this. This might be a good investment. It's perfect for a rental. You can rent it out, you know? And literally at that point, I was standing there in front of a couple of people, and I didn't want any of them to think that, like, this was like, you know, that I was like, you know, I wanted them to think I was like a player and stuff. So I was like, absolutely, let's go see it. And the guy was shocked. He's like, really? And I went and saw it. I had great credit. They pulled my credit because I paid back, like, one credit card on time. Yeah. And I had a 700 credit score. Insane. So a week later... I signed my name to a mortgage for like $600,000 <laughs> and I bought the house 
never having seen it. I had never seen this house. I had never seen the actual house. I had never seen the house. I had That's just, amazing. The person who told me it. Now, this is when you're doing blow. I'm taking Percocet every day. But again, I'm functioning. I'm working. And I'm like, I can handle this. Get out of my way. And, you know, and I remember going to see it for the first time and had a big yard. And I'm like, they're going to chop this up and sell the land. I'm like, I'm and all my friends are like, like, this is how crazy it was in Long Island back at that time. Because so many people were buying houses. Me and my friend Brian were driving to the closing of the house. Okay. Driving to sign all these documents. And literally we're sitting there. We're stoned. We're driving on the park. We're to the closing. And I just say, my friend Brian goes, what are we doing? And I said, I'm buying a house. And all he did is he looked at me and he goes, you're doing good. <laughs> That's what they're on meathead. Yeah. It's like, like a, no, like, how do you have the money? Yeah, yeah. None of that because I had a shirt and tie on. And, like, it was back in the day. That's a like, supportive friend right there. Yeah. yeah. It all added you need up. You a guy like that. Yeah. You do need a guy like that, you know. And, um. And I went and I bought the house and I made it work for two years. And I moved in a, a family and they, they and it was a minister and his wife who was a nurse and they, they paid the – like they paid part of the rent and I paid part of the rent. And there was this bar called Lisa's Lounge up the block and I would just get drunk every single day in it because I knew that business was bet worse every month. I knew that the house values were coming down. I knew that they were cutting people's lines of credit. And I knew eventually that this was heading towards a bloody and brutal end. But I said, ah, and I would throw back drinks with, like, the local, <laughs> ah, fuck it. And I'm 22, and I'm hanging out with guys who are, like, you know, the median age in the bar was, like, 60. This yeah, was yeah. an old man an old bar. man bar, yeah. It was, like, Chuck the Electrician. That's so funny, because yeah. when I was drinking, those are the places that I want to hang out. Oh, of course. That's the f- best place to hang out. Those yeah. Yeah. There's, there's the no judgment places. there whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. And again, just, like, again, and, like, Irish family, I told my dad, and instead of going, you know, son, you might have a real problem, he goes... You know, he goes, an old man bar has played a part in every Dylan's life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's great. Yeah, that is man. great. Not, hey, son, you need help Keep, immediately. You know, you're a legacy. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Jared Logan from Comedy Central, Conan and Beyond. Tells us about the pitfalls of being in the theater arts program. When I got into college, like I was a theater major in college, yeah. you know. And uh, but then the college, do you did theater in college? Yeah, didn't I you? did. Yeah, it's like a weird shame for me. Why? It, I don't know. I just like yeah, you know, I did politics too, and I just. It's just weird. I think like, poly- wait, what you, you were what you poli sci. I was poly- international relations and like uh, and theater. I don't know, man. It's just for some reason I like. I just don't like. I wish I had more of a ed- like. I guess educational background or a scholarly background than poly- just like knowing what Ar- Aristotelian poetics are or something well, like that. I don't know. I think it's yeah. all as useful as anything else. You learn how to do a job when you get to the job. But right. what I always thought was funny about college theater was that. They're children, and you're casting right. them in like adult roles, super adult, and roles. also They're very complex roles. Oh, very complex, and also nobody never, has life experience. Nobody has life experience. Right. Right. Nobody's a good actor yet, for sure. People might have talent or something, but then it's always like horribly miscast. So. Yeah, I got cast in an Arthur Miller play called All My Sons. Oh, yeah, yeah. Classic. Okay, so you know how I'm speaking, and then you also know, if, if you've never seen me, I'm shaped sort of like a plump sausage. <laughs> and I, I weighed about the same at the time. Right. And my character was the lead, Chris, who is a World War II pilot <laughs> who comes home. 
to run the family business, which is making planes. <laughs> a role I was not well suited. The family for. business of making planes. The family business of like having like a very nice factory. Oh, yeah. Very nineteen. Like the brother 40. dies on one of the planes. The brother the died. Made. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's this, and it's it's like the most like kitchen sinky like people going no like you know crying and i went through all this long process where i was like i've i've got to learn to cry and like the (laughs) professors would be and they would get me to do it like i would actually in this play when rehearsals i would be like i would actually shed tears and i would be like I'm a great thespian. <laughs> I've learned the you, you, secret. You, you, you figured right, it out. Right. You were the best actor. I have learned the secret. And then uh, the first night, uh, the audience of college students right. laughed their fucking asses <laughs> off hard the entire first act. Just like all different types of laughs. Uproarious, roaring laughter. Uncomfortable giggles. Uh, oh, that's a good one. Chuckles like, like mean, like, like I'd be like, well, I, I'll go to see about that, and they would chuckle as if, no, you won't. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like uh, just, just mean, ha ha ha. Oh, the entire, the entire first act. <laughs> we go backstage uh, for uh, you know intermission, and me and the other actors are just like. This is a in complete shell shock. Yeah, it's like fucking. We just got out of a battle, and then this director, director's thing. like, "Okay, time to go back at him." We're like, "No," <laughs> because the top of the second act was me in a wife beater <laughs> chopping down a tree. <laughs> so the curtain goes up. <laughs> And I'm now in a wife beater. <laughs> Keep in mind, I am awkwardly overweight. <laughs> and I am chopping down a tree. The audience oh. of college students who had stayed, oh. which, by the way, was a lot because they were having a great time, <laughs> at first goes completely silent because they just cannot fucking believe <laughs> that we have topped the first act <laughs> by doing something even more stupid. They're just absolutely shell-shocked. But finally, one brave soul. One brave soul shouted into the silence, Put a shirt on! And that that let the floodgates loose. And they... To the point where there were, like, professors standing up. Shut up! Shut up to all these students. Oh, my God. Oh. And they never did stop laughing. We did that entire oh. – and that's a long play. That's a long we did play. Probably, it was probably a two-hour, 15-minute play. We oh. cut it down to oh. – and they laughed through the entire thing. What does the director say after that? Well, here's the worst part. Here's where I'm an asshole, and I guess this is a lesson I learned because – my director came back, and she well, and she wasn't my director. She was one of my, like, faculty advisors or right. whatever. And she said, uh, you know, you guys did the right thing. You didn't break character. You just kept performing. You kept yeah, performing it the wonder. way we rehearsed it. Right. And you did the right thing. And I go, but I couldn't get to the emotional point I was trying to reach. <laughs> <laughs> and she went, you got the line. First she made a face like, <laughs> and then she went, that's not what it's about. And she walked away. Oh, and that is God. like the truest thing about show business, I think, ever. What's that? What? Well, it's just like, I was doing this. I was like, yeah, but you fucking got through it. You know <laughs> what I mean? Jesus Christ. Got through it. And then we, that was the opening night. So we had to do like and then were people another week and a half, other... two weeks. No, no. In right. fact, it kind of stopped after that. It was just all college kids or there was like families and stuff. 
Emily Heller, who's been on Conan and Midnight, tells us about a bad one-night stand and that one time her parents caught her doing the nasty. So I um I picked a dude up at a bar. Whoa! Yeah. So how old were you? Uh, I think You're I what was like poison was talking about <laughs> in all those videos. I think I must have been like 23. It was kind of like right after me and my boyfriend broke up. Right, it was like a few months later. It was just one of those fun. nights where I was like, I need to go have sex tonight. And I like I called up my friend who's fucking crazy to go out, and um, we went out, and it worked because she just like was doing crazy shit, and me and this dude were like, wow, that's crazy, huh? Let's chat. And um, oh, that's a good. That's a good. Plan. Yeah, it was like a good yeah. like go out with that's someone who's gonna do stuff. something wild, and then, and right. then and you can be like make eyes with someone about it. <laughs> Whoa, this and, I mean, and this Get dude, this, one. this dude had been checking me out all night, so I was like, ah, oh, this is in the bag. Um, yeah. and so he, co- I, 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 you know, I invite him home with me. We we go back to my place, and um, he, we start making out, and then he stops me to be like, do you have anything to watch? And I was like, what do you <laughs> what do you mean? And he was like, you know, just like on in the background while we Oh, he meant like we, in porn? general. He meant like He meant in general. He didn't mean he porn. Didn't porn yeah. He just meant and I was like He meant like MSNBC. And, <laughs> yeah. and I had just borrowed this is like pre Netflix too, yeah, so we yeah, can't yeah. even do it. I had just borrowed a DVD of um the Alvin and the Chipmunks animated adventure where they go on a balloon race around the world. Uh, I had borrowed that from my friend because it was my favorite movie growing up. Yeah. And I was like, I have this. And he was like, okay. So we put that on. And I just like, I just proceed to ruin my childhood by having the worst sex of my life while this movie is playing in the background. Too. Okay. Worst sex I've ever had. Um, he, okay. 25 years old. Pretty sure he didn't know how to put on a condom. Right. He okay. um, like he unrolled it and then tried to slide it down after, like he unrolled oh, it not on his like dick so and then tried it to like yeah I was like what yeah. are you doing, <laughs> and then he uh he like, like winter hat that you put on like a winter <laughs> yeah, hat yeah yeah um and he uh he like wouldn't stop biting my nipple like real like too hard too like hard. I like yeah. that a little bit but too hard and I was like hey could you yeah. knock it off and he yeah. would be like sorry and then like kept doing it and i was like okay and um i love your your guy voice is like dice's girl voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. well he was like a he was like a small dude and okay. that's how he said it okay, okay, okay. Sorry. sorry these are just also the guys that i hook up with is like yeah. guys who talk like that <laughs> that's you know that's who i attract um and uh he uh so it was just it was really bad and a movie's playing in the background in the morning. I guess we did it again and I got to see firsthand how bad he was at putting on the condom. And he also didn't, you know, like he had a, you know, pretty small penis and right. didn't know to hold on to it when he pulled out. Right. So it the fell off. off in me. Yeah. Luckily uh, it was like there was enough hanging off. I've been there before. Hanging out that like there was no chance that any yeah, anything yeah, had spilled yeah, or anything. Yeah, but yeah. um but it was still it was like, do you really not know how to I like I'm like, are you a virgin? Like what is going on? Did you ask him? No, but oh. I kinda think he was. But yeah, uh and then like it, yeah. and then after he left, I'm in the shower and I was like, Man, my boobs really hurt. Like my like my nipples were really sore. And I looked down, he had broken a <gasps> blood vessel. Oh! 
in my nipple. Oh my he had broken the skin a little bit. It didn't like bleed. But uh, oh god, Dan, what you're doing? I'm to holding you. my breast yeah. very tightly. Yeah. I had to like. I had to go get like cream that lactating women put on their nipples. Oh I ruined a couple bras. Oh, shit. That is <laughs> the worst thing I've ever heard. Such a jerk. Oh. I, I remember, I, you know, when it was. Awkward. You think that's like a that's like a mother thing, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think so? Uh, absolutely. Got it. Yeah. That's like an extreme. He probably yeah. his mom probably he probably like, killed his beat mom. Beat the shit out. Of him. <laughs> <laughs> killed that's gotta be. It's a breast murder. Be. There's he no way that's not a breast murder thing, especially if it's his first experience. Of course. That was what he's yeah. obsessed with. He's obsessed with nipples. That's a fucking. That's it's a, also like yeah. I did that thing where I lost a gr- condom inside a girl, and then like it was like my girlfriend in college, and then you have to like. You're like, all right, fuck it. Fish it out. Fish mm. it out. Like a and then you feel a like a mechanic, and then you mm. take it out like you're like, hey, yeah. you're like, oh, I, found, I found the problem. It's just like, yeah, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> the one who fucking did it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it didn't help. This when, is the reason for the clog. Yeah. Found yeah. it. It didn't help when Dan was like, it's your alternator. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, do you want me to quickly tell the story of where yeah, my, my yeah, parents got me? It was at my sister's wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, Who are you having sex with? Boyfriend? My boyfriend. This mm-hmm. is like my long term boyfriend. He came to my sister's wedding and she they they had rented a house for after right. the wedding for like the party for like a few people to stay there too. And she was like, You guys can have one of the rooms at the house. And I was like, Great. And um <laughs> we hadn't seen each other in two weeks. So it's like too. Yeah, so it's like we were like, let's leave this like we went to bed before the party was over. There were still a ton of people in the house. Right. And we go we go to the room, we lock the door, we start having sex, and um Someone just opens the door and walks in. Wow. It's this dude, John, who's in my brother's band. And he just, like, walks in. And we're like, uh, this room is occupied. And he just walks right past us and goes to the <laughs> People bathroom. People do not give a shit and we're if like, you're And he leaves the door open also. So we had to, like, get up and close the door and be like, what are you – get out. What are you doing? He was like, I'm almost done. So and then drunk. he, like, leaves. He's super drunk. He doesn't even see who it is. And he goes out. He start. He's talking to my parents afterward. He was uh. like, "Someone's having sex in that room," <laughs> and uh, didn't they didn't realize who it was. They just thought it was like random drunk so like, wedding guests. So my mom goes and starts, and we had to like put a chair right. in front of the door because we realized that the lock didn't work. My mom starts banging on the door, and she's like, "Excuse me, who's in there?" And I was like, "Mom, it's me." And she was like, "Oh." Oh, uh, that's it's fine. You're fine, <laughs> and then just like walked Roger. away. And uh. then in the morning, John had stayed at that house too, and we're all standing around with my dad. And at this point, everyone's figured out that but me and my had boyfriend sex. had sex, and yeah. that in the and and John still hasn't figured out that it was me. And so we're standing around with my dad, and he was like, how about those people having sex in the room? <laughs> and we're all just sort of, like, really awkward. And my boyfriend already, like, was kind of in hot water with my parents at that point. I think he wanted to die. Luckily, like, that day we, like, not only – we got in a car and left the state, basically. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's weird because your parents are real liberal, I guess. But I guess if yeah, your daughter's but, fucking, well, it's it right doesn't your face. Yeah. Yeah. Here's yeah. the thing. It's like, regardless of how – how liberal you are like you are not cool with your kids having sex and my mom is like a second wave feminist which is like not the pro-sex kind (laughs) she's like a very she's a liberated woman and everything but she still cannot deal with us being adults it's weird you know it's weird yeah yeah (laughs) it's weird sex is weird yeah sex is weird (laughs) danny's weird right guys yeah yeah Nori Davis from Comedy Central tells us about car racing 
and car wrecking and living to tell about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I um, I did a stupid thing where I almost got my friend killed. I used to street race when oh. I was a kid. Wow, I, I remember even, that time. Not even kid, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, before With Fast like, and Furious uh, too. All right, sorry, I like, had like a Honda Fast Civic, Fast and the Furious type shit. Yeah, man, had a Honda Civic with a big engine in the front, uh, a Honda Prelude, H twenty two, very fast. And me and my boy, you're we're saying going. that like we'd know where it would be. Okay, you could have been like Ford Escort '82, <laughs> exhaust pipe fell off. So I had a like, small car. The faster we're going, and I put a big engine in the small car. Yeah, that's like the most high school shit to do ever. Yeah, yeah. exactly. To- totally was definitely uh, not college. It was some college shit. Oh, right yeah. in the beginning of college. So I got got the car. And we was going to English Town this Saturday morning. I was excited because I never raced the car to see my time, to see the quarter mile. Right, right, right. And uh, right before that, I gutted out the back, gutted out the seats, and he was just sitting on the crate. And I was sitting <laughs> on the actual seat to race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what, I, what we used to do is just, like, race on the highway, on the yeah. Major Deegan and, like, street race. Like, people rev their engine be like, what? We rev my engine. Like, we out, motherfucker. Right? <laughs> so we, we were going to side. We were going to sidelines, go in between cars. I used to have video of all that, but it was on my old computer and it crashed. I, 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 I'm yeah. so upset. But anyway, stupid shit I did. Racing this guy with my car, engine in the front, very big, very heavy, very yeah. heavy. So the back is, like... Empty, nothing back there. Right. So it's um, it, it can fishtail. So I'm racing this guy on the highway to get to English to get to the on race the track. On the way to the race. On the way to oh the racetrack. Right. And one guy just taps my rear bumper, the other racer, and I spin out of control, hit the side rail, hit the other side rail, cross the highway, spin out of control, bang bang. I ended up into the into the arms of my friend. Cause I didn't have a seatbelt on. From one seat to another. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was on the crate and he was holding me. So we're on the we're on the side and he's I'm in his arms holding him. He, I'm in his arms. He's holding me. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I swear to God, the line that comes out my mouth is, "Oh man, my car." <laughs> and he was like, "Motherfucker, we're alive! <laughs> Are you serious?" I was like, "My fucking car!" Cause uh, I love that Civic and that engine. So it was the first time I bought that car. I bought that engine from Japan, so it had that oh, sentimental wow. value. Like I saved up money. I would lie to my mom. Yeah, I would lie to my mom all the time. Hey, I need books for college. How much? Uh, Two hundred. I say that. Then I waited another couple weeks. I need, I need these these art tools from Pearl Paint. They're like 150. Okay, she gave me that. So now, now I got like 550. Yeah, right? It's like, so why I, so is your art I, so shitty? Yeah. <laughs> wow. My art was very shitty. I never yeah. showed her anything. And she would say, let me see art piece. Uh, uh, yeah. I would, I would Photoshop some bitch. I would yeah. Photoshop some, some fucking You show shit. her the Mona Lisa. But man, I had like five something. You could buy like two car parts yeah, yeah. off of eBay. And uh, that's what I used to do. And so street racing. And so, all right. So the accident happens, right? I don't know if you guys know my father's a cop. No, so we're that. we're in Yonkers and he's a cop there, uh, and um, so we're on the side of the road and I had a helmet racer seat in the car. I threw it into the bushes because the cops came. I didn't want to make it seem like I was racing. I tried to <laughs> well, hide it. The minute they came here and the whole inside of your car was gutted out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they might have been like something's up with this car. <laughs> There's like flames painted on the side of the car. <laughs> 
fucking flames. I'm not. A, I ain't no Confederate flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You stupid, stupid flames. <laughs> I like to see a brother that's like, y'all want some flames in my sister. <laughs> I want that shit that's going That's like Hop-ah! 1950s type yeah, shit. Yeah, right? Stuff. <laughs> oh, my Camaro or something. <laughs> um, so, so, all right, so you're there. You, you chuck the helmet in the in the Yeah, and, and and um. And side note, four of the cars that were witnessed it pulled over like, oh, I saw what happened. So, oh, so there's like no way. Yeah, there's no way. But I'm still yeah. lying my ass when my dad gets there, quiet as fuck, pissed off. He's like, what happened? Nothing, man. I, I got into an accident. Guy hit me. I don't know what happened. And I see other white people on the side talking to the other cops. That's fucking kid. Like, they're making, <laughs> they're making hand gestures pointing at me. He was fucking racing. He tried to go between my car. He's a dick. And then, you know what's funny? And then, you turned that into a racial thing. And you were doing the fucking yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, You were the asshole. So these white people you were part of the problem. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not, I ain't making it race. I'm just saying they were white. Oh, okay. They yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, just saying did, that like, it was angry a white boy. <laughs> yeah, but you did like angry guy. This is this is I think a so recurring he... problem with you. Are you like you just made fun of like a retarded guy. I did. I did not know. Asterix. And then you're Did talking about almost killing people, and like, you're bringing up like the angry wow, Eddie like, Murphy hey, white voice. You know, it's 80s. like a Scooby Doo. It's like I would have got away with it too. Was you yeah. really white folks in the side of the those goddamn white folks? I would have got away with it. Yeah. <laughs> they pull so up your head. It's Alan Thick. <laughs> no, but funny. so anyway, so they're telling you, oh, you you, you were guilty as sin. I was guilty. Yeah, as yeah, I was yeah. lying to them. Tea, and, your, your dad, and the thing about your dad is that he, he helped you out because he had... He even helped me out. He was just... I mean, yeah, he did. Yeah. I mean, what they going to do? They just... Right, right, they right. Just told my freaking car away. I didn't get charged anything. That's what they... No, did. it was only your car that got fucked up? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, so there you go. Yeah, That's yeah, like... Yeah. Only my car got fucked up. And then plus in the highway, you just see like the black tire marks and... Yeah, you know like, exactly. Like, <laughs> it was just my dumb, man. I'm thinking like... And yeah. I threw the helmet away. I'm like, I yeah. wasn't racing. It's like, it's like the tire marks spell, <laughs> I was racing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad, you get grounded or some shit? No, nah, we, um... Well, you were 22. Divorced. He was 22. Oh, your parents And my divorced. parents had been divorced. So I was just like, well, my mom. So she would just yell at me and try to, like, hit me and stuff like that. I'm going to take it away. <laughs> so they took the car away. And, uh, ooh, that happened right in the beginning of spring break. Spring break. So what I had to do is Geico was going to evaluate my car, total it out. But they take everything. And I bought... The engine was fine. The engine yeah. in the front was fine. Just the back was smashed in. Right. So I'm not going to have them just trash the engine. I spent $4,200 on I probably oh, spent like $4,200. Yeah, yeah. man. Jeez. So the whole spring break, Monday to Sunday, I took the engine out myself. Oh, wow. I took the engine out myself, man. I got caught some of my How friends. How long did it take to get the engine out? Whole week. A week. A spring break. Right. The whole, the whole <laughs> week, man. Did you take an engine out? Dude, it's, it's, it's like... It's, there's so much involved, right? So much involved. I disconnect the pipes. Disconnected every the, part the of the computer, car. Units, the computer, units, the mounts. And plus, just it's like, heavy. It's a couple just like tens. one thing and just lift it off. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Superman. That's how little I know about cars. <laughs> I really to be honest, just, I don't know much either. And I, I'm trying to sound like I know more yeah, than I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really <laughs> thought there's like a, like, you just take it out, like, literally and you, put you it in the You never had, box. like, a car. You never had a vehicle. I had a, yeah, I had a car. But you don't realize how much it's connected. No, I know it's connected to a bunch of stuff. I give a shit about my car. It's also a ton. How much is it? Engine weight weighs like oh man, a thousand pounds. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Like, you, you, but your beard, both of your beards look like you know a fucking ton of alcohol. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we, it looks like we own an auto body shop. Yeah, yeah, you guys can fix some brakes, man.
Christian Finnegan from Comedy Central tells us about getting caught wearing nothing but underwear in public and getting caught wearing a tank top in public. Which one is more embarrassing? I actually, I'm going to D.C. tonight. Uh, Pour me at the D.C. Improv. Rub that in your face. uh, (laughs) It's already rubbed. Um, Gross. Consider it rubbed. (laughs) That's my one-person show. Anyway, um, the last time I was there, actually, my wife actually reminded me of this. Because, you know, it is funny how... You think to yourself, like, God, I don't know. Like, what stupid stuff have I done? And she's like, um, hello. <laughs> it's great to have a wife. She will she she pulls remind up, you. She of, files it. It's like the, exactly. in the end of Indiana yeah. Jones in the uh, temple where he's, like, yeah. pushing the files. Yeah. She pulls out this old parchment paper. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's written in calligraphy. I actually have an app that categorizes your stupid things. Uh, yeah. We're at a million hits. We went to, uh, we have two dogs. We have yep. a, my wife has uh, an 11 and a half year old chihuahua. And we have a two-year-old kind of like mutt, you know, kind of looks like Baxter and Anchorman, little (laughs) hairy thing. And uh, when I go to a club where I can drive, like I like it because then we don't have to put the dogs up and I can bring the dogs with me or whatever. So last year we went to D.C., the the improv, and the hotel they put you in is like a really nice little boutique hotel. Yeah. Anyway. It's like an hour or two before showtime, and my wife is out running errands or something out around D.C., and I'm in my underwear, uh, like a tank top and, like, briefs, which I never wear. But right. I'm just, like, out of, you Like tidy whities yeah, yeah, not even tidy whities like, like boxer briefs? Colored, but, like, ones you get, like, the gap or whatever that were, like, purple. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel yeah, like, yeah, if you had boots, you could live in a trailer in Area 51. <laughs> yeah. That's, like, the kind of outfit that is. So, but I'm, so I'm wearing this, like, white tank top and, like, these multicolored <laughs> cotton briefs. And uh, my wife's like, I'll come back, you know, and I'll, I'll, I don't have my keys, so I'll knock on the door. And so I'm on my computer or whatever, and one of the dogs is just sitting by the door barking and barking and barking. And uh, I assume, oh, maybe Cambry knocks. Cambry's my wife. Uh, maybe she knocked, and I just didn't hear. And so I go to the door, and I open it up just like six inches and both of the dogs immediately, I'm sorry, one of the the chihuahua immediately runs out into the hallway. <laughs> yeah. And just without thinking, I go to get her. And then, and then the, the other, other dog one. comes out. And the chihuahua is just, she's old. And if you grab her without her wanting you to grab her, she'll like freak out and start biting. And so she's like biting my hands on that. All of a sudden, the door slams behind me. And so now I'm out in the hallway with two dogs, two tiny little dogs in my hand in my multicolored underwear. And I have no key, of course, nothing. So, so I, I'm standing there. I didn't know what to do. I'm not gonna go down the fucking lobby like this. And so I go to the the, uh, the uh, elevator bank, and so I call them. Like, can somebody please come up and let me into my room? And uh, so I'm just standing there. And then there's you know people walking by, and I'm just standing there in my underwear. And eventually, I just turn towards my door, like it's the Blair Witch Project, and I like just stare. So that made it look 100% weirder by just you facing like, oh, the door yeah, but yeah, not going in. Creepier. Like you were praying before you went with dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh my god, that's funny. Right yeah, now, yeah, they got up so, and like, can we just take the Blair Witch instead of this, please? <laughs> so, and what's going to happen when you, when you go back there tonight, 
you're going to be like, can I have 47 key cards for the oh, room, yeah, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I told my wife, I'm not taking my pants off at all in any context whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sleeping my pants. Uh, oh, that's funny. Oh, that's funny, dude. Um, yeah, I feel like uh, like small dogs in underwear, that's like a Harvey Firestein house call. Every week <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> Harvey's out in the front porch with the small dogs in underwear again. I'm going to get the fire hose on him. <laughs> when, I, when I go out to... Los Angeles. Um, <laughs> oh my God, you, Richard! Is Richard. that how you say it when you're in your your underwear in and you're underwear in your tank top? Tiny yeah, little dogs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, when I'm in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. um, I oftentimes will stay. There's a Ramada in West Hollywood, which is actually remarkably cheap. It's a shithole, but it's remarkably mm-hmm. cheap, and it's kind of right in the middle of things, relatively central. But it is right on the strip of Santa Monica Avenue, which they call Boys Town, which is you know the Gayest, the gay part of the yeah, stretch Hollywood. in Los Angeles. Yeah. And uh, I remember once and I, I was there, I um, my rental car, for whatever reason, w- whenever I'm driving to like a meeting in LA, I always yeah. like hang my shirt up because, you know, yeah, you're, I do your that car, too. you're sweating your balls off or whatever. And so I had hung my shirt up in the back and I, my rental car place had given me a canary yellow PT Cruiser convertible. <laughs> and... So again, I don't know why all my stories revolve tank tops, but I I, I remember pulling this is just out a sad <laughs> story of you coming out of the closet. <laughs> Dude, you have any idea how relieved my wife would be? Uh, oh man! But I just remember pulling out of the parking lot in the middle of you know Boys Town and <laughs> wearing a, a black tank top and a the top down on my PT Cruiser. <laughs> <laughs> oh my like, happenstance! That would be like gay entrapment. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Adam Newman, who you've seen on Comedy Central, Letterman, and John Oliver's New York stand-up show, gives us the full background on his now infamous cocaine jacket incident. Basically, there was I did a show. It was the Laughing Skull. I was just doing like a weekend there, and I was last supposed to do like forty-five to an hour. And all the comedians before me just had to deal. This these this couple in the front yeah. was heckling. They weren't even like heckling. They were uh, they were on, they were making and taking phone calls like, oh, really loudly. That's even worse. And they found out earlier. Like one of the guys, like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm a club promoter. I can't stop working and stuff." Go like outside. That. I'm yeah. a club promoter. Yeah. And so <laughs> I, I, that makes the explains you know, the cocaine on the jacket. I like. Yeah, it totally does. I never go after people. Like I'll play with people in the crowd. Right. Or if someone yells stuff, I'll go back. But I never just like go. But these people were such assholes. I couldn't wait to get on stage to go after, to go after them. them. And as soon as I got out there, they're the, right in the front table. They're just the table's empty. They both were in the bathroom. And all their, their coats were there. So it was just a dumb move. I just said, the audience hated them too. I was like, guys, you want to go through their shit? That would be funny, right? And then, uh, <laughs> but then it's like, a, that, you're, that's like an innocent thing. That like, would be, yeah, it's like, funny. Yeah, like, I just yeah, thought it'd be silly. Like, hey, I Because everybody yeah. hated them and they yeah. just wanted to fuck with them. Yeah. And so the idea was, let's go through their stuff. But then the wife got back first. And I was like, all right, I'm not going to go through her stuff. But uh, hey, wouldn't it be funny if I'm wearing his jacket when he gets back? Which is not like a hilarious Yeah, joke, you're just goofing around. Silly. Yeah, right, right, right. And so the wife handed me his jacket and this it was huge on me and i just like put on the jacket yeah. and everyone flipped out like he's wearing his jacket that's funny right, right, right. the whole idea is when he gets back he'll see that i'm wearing the jacket big laugh i give it back and like that's it but i just started going through the pockets yeah and they were kind of laughing and stuff and um uh yeah when i pulled it i 
got to like the last pocket and uh, it was a bag of cocaine. <laughs> and, uh, and like, I know everyone thinks the most, it got like, I put it People on YouTube it fake, right? and I didn't put it on YouTube. I did, it's not like I handled it amazingly yeah. well. I basically freaked out, but I was like, it's interesting enough to put online and the most com. it got like 3 million views in like a week. Yeah. Yeah. And then the most pot, the most common comment is, uh, Fake and gay. That's what everyone wrote. <laughs> and uh, I understand so why. I think it's going to be the name of your memoir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I totally understand why people would. Th- I think most comedians, I don't think, think it's fake because they can watch uh, it. No, I don't think it's fake. But uh, um, I understand why but people. I, I, I can't. I, be, I bet you what's going to happen is going to like uh, spur like a bunch of ripoffs. Like a, a guy's just going to go through like. A coat and find a whole meth lab. Yeah, yeah. Ziploc bags of heroin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. People were telling me, they're like, dude, you gotta ride this and do a bunch more of them. I'm like, I'm not I'm not gonna like, pull out like this. dildos. You're the, and stuff you're the drug people. finding com- the drug sniffing <laughs> yeah. comic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's always I think like at the end of your comedy career when it's like, all right, I'm just gonna be I'm gonna be the pirate comic now, you know? It's yeah. like that move. It's, it's always- already kind <laughs> of lame when comedians post like a ton of heckler videos. Friend of the show, Mike Racine, tells us about some trouble he's had with the ladies. <laughs> so so we, we hear we hear you. Uh, so have you a, pulled a gun on a lady. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, let's talk uh, about I have that. To fucking defend um, that story again. All right, do we want to talk about that or move? Mike did pull a gun on. No, a woman. I didn't pull a gun on. You a pulled girl. a fake gun. I pulled a fake gun out. I I had sex with this girl and I said, "Do you want to see my gun?" And she was like, "No, I don't like guns." <laughs> and she thought I had a real gun and she thought I was actually. But it kill looked her. like a real gun. I know that. Gun. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think. It did. Hold on, you just glossed over. A very to a trained eye, it would not. To a trained eye. Yeah, like she's an ex-marine. Yeah, well, you know. The best part is you go, you go. She thought I had a real gun. She thought I was gonna kill her. Like you said that, like you were saying a grocery list. Yeah, you have to. Well, I still feel kind of bad about it, but I feel like no. But every time I do a podcast, I have to like defend this story. I'm like getting a little tired of it. Who brought it up? You did. No, no, you brought it up. You brought it up, Marcus. Who brought it up? Uh, he did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you totally yeah. brought it up. Here's oh, the thing. I, no, I did. How did you? How did you? You brought. All right, I know you've told the story a lot of times, but I don't yeah. know the whole story. I had sex. I was like 20 years old. I had sex with this girl, and we were just like kind of lying around. And I was like, "Hey, do you want to see my gun?" Like not. And and she was like, uh, "No, I don't like guns." And I was like, "No, you kind of need one in this neighborhood." And then she was like, "No, Mike, I don't like guns." And I like took it out. It's like a, it's a broken BB gun that I guess looks. It was real. fake gun rape. And I'm she just. Left? And didn't you point no, it to her? While no, she I didn't. Slowly... I didn't point it at her. Oh, no. I, you I just took it out, and she was like, "Put it away. I don't like guns." She like she freaked like got real, She freaked out. You yeah. have some bad she experiences goes, in the bedroom. Like a woman headbutted you a couple weeks ago and kicked you out, right? What? <laughs> didn't you actually headbutt a woman like a couple weeks ago? You headbutted. See, her. when you say I headbutt, no, you, that's not text. Stop. I can pull no, up the where? text. Tell the story. Dan makes it sound like I went, good night. Beat it. Let me read exactly what Scram. No, 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 no. Oh, oh you saved that? No, what happened it's was just... we bumped heads. Oh, uh, while you were having sex? Before we had sex. Oh, yeah, Dan does that. He changes things around. He oh. changes. He, he That's skews That's not headbutting, dude. When Dan tells a story about you, he, he has a tendency to skew it a little bit so that you look like a psychopath. <laughs> or yeah. so that you look like, Yeah. Hey, yeah. did you hear about, because you got to, yeah. Right, exactly. I know what you're saying. 
Yeah, because that's, that's a, basically you said you, you butted heads by accident, and he's making it sound like you um, I will, pro I'm wrestling. trying to bring... We accidentally... Uh, we I'm, accidentally I'm trying to bring heads. exactly... Uh, but sometimes I have a tendency nah, okay. to... Okay. Like, okay. I do but sometimes I, okay, I exaggerate stuff, too. Because, uh, but then she, Dan goes, takes it to another ha, level. Ha, no, I head-butted her by accident, and she got all crazy about it. Oh, did she get crazy yeah, about this it? This is exactly what the text says. Just in case you think I'm making, I believe you that the text said that. But you headbutted her by accident. Well, she over she overdid it a little bit. I think <laughs> there was a giant bump on her head. Oh, Jesus. and initially, okay, initially <laughs> I was like, "What can I do for you? Let me get you some ice, whatever." But after a while, it's like, "Are you gonna stop whining? Like, like, like I'm tr- I'm doing everything I can here." That's when you kill her, right, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, shut up. Do I have to kill you? I get call another woman that comes in my van? Holy shit, dude. Um, you look, uh, yeah, but there's ones that aren't like, there, there's other ones. Like Mike's just, no, but I'm saying like, we bumped heads and she had a big yeah. bump on her head. But and she I was like, out. I was trying so to. So he's like partially right. She um, lost her mind. She freaked out a little bit. But I tried, to, I tried to help her. I was like, can I do anything for you? I'm sorry. Oh, you yeah. look fine. You know, like yeah. trying to. And then it got to the point where it's like, what else do you want me to do? Right. And I left. And she had a giant bump on her head. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like she was overreacting. Cut to her in the emergency room. <laughs> she was overreacting a little bit. Because, because it just got to a point where it's like... Coma. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, I left my jacket over there. Thanks for listening to the My Dumb Friends podcast. We'll be back next week with an all-new episode. In the meantime, if you could again check out our hosts as they perform live, dansaintgermain.net and seandonnellycomedy.com. You can find me at at TomDog on Twitter. And, well, we'd love... If you could throw us a donation our way, go to mydumbfriendspodcast.tumblr.com to make your donations. Also, if you listen to us on iTunes or Stitcher, please rate and review our podcast. Just write a little comment, click on the stars. It helps us out tremendously, and we'd really appreciate it. For other cool comedy podcasts, go to allthingscomedy.com. Yes, we're a part of the All Things Comedy Network. We're one of many great comedy podcasts. That's allthingscomedy.com. It was a beautiful commotion. They were hitting like hammers and dropping like Our opening and closing song is called Mary the Boxer by Phil Pickens. You can find out more about Phil at philpickens.com. Throw in the towel, you made us real proud tonight. You said, No, Father, I know when I've been beat, and I still have another round left in.
So lift me up, lift me up, lift me up, lift me up.